Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by Valerie Arbend of Accenture, who is the Managing Director of Accenture Security and one of the authors of a new report that's titled Future Cyber Threats, Extreme but Plausible Threat Scenarios for Financial Services. So, uh, Valerie, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Nick, for having uh, me here today and for helping us shed light on these really um, important and emerging threats. Could you just go through maybe the five main threats that you see today and, and where you think those are going to evolve? Absolutely. So when we put this report together, the, the words extreme but plausible are actually a term of art in some ways by the financial regulators. Um, financial regulatory authorities have been um, through international working groups uh, collaborating and came up with guidance, particularly for market infrastructures globally, uh, asking them to figure out a way to maintain their operations, which is really the critical infrastructure of the financial services sector against extreme but plausible situations. And so when I uh, step back and I think about um, not just you know, the, the kinds of threats that, that institutions face every single day, but how those threats have evolved and where they may be going, um, we really start to paint uh, a pretty dramatic change uh, in the pace with which these threats will evolve and how they will start to come together. And they really are around five key buckets. The first being credential and identity theft, something financial institutions have been dealing with for quite some time, but the rapid pace with which that theft is happening, the uh, quantity and the quality in which that, uh, that identity theft is happening is just on a much more massive scale. Um, the second area is around data theft and manipulation, uh, something you know that we know has been out there uh, for quite some time, but the manipulation part was something that we've been really talking about for quite some time in financial services and is now starting to manifest uh, pretty clearly and it is very concerning. The third area uh, is around disruptive and destructive malware. These are things uh, such as your previous po uh, podcast on WannaCry that we know are happening, but the scale and the pace and the directed focus of that is pretty concerning against financial services. Uh, and then the fourth area being emerging technologies, how, um, how the adversaries will start to go after various types uh, of emerging technologies like blockchain, cryptocurrency, artificial intelligence, but also how they will leverage some of those emerging technologies to conduct their attacks. And then finally, I think the one that is really interesting is disinformation. Disinformation is something financial services have dealt with for as long as there's been uh, financial institutions, the idea that you could somehow move markets by putting out bad information. But the tools that adversaries have at their, um, uh, at their hands today for doing disinformation on a very wide scale um, is very concerning. Um, and I think a lot of folks today are thinking about disinformation as it relates to politics or you know, elections, but disinformation and those tactics that are used today in other venues being deployed against financial services could be pretty dramatic. If you could, on a scale of one to 10, could you maybe rank each of those uh, on, the, on the probability of them becoming a reality, say within the next 18 months? So actually, unfortunately, I think they're all a reality. 
Um, these are all tactics that are being deployed today. So if we were talking about how probable each of these types individually, um, these types of attacks would uh, be attempted, I would say if 10 is a high, yep, you're at 10 for all of these. All of these attempts are happening on a pretty routine basis. It's the commingling of these attacks and the evolving sophistication of that commingling with a change in how they're deployed that I think is uh, really the just of the, the, the juxt of the paper. Uh, and what we intend to do is say, if you were to combine the um, advanced credential and identity theft and, and target not just a singular entity um, or even two entities, but a multi-staged attack using credential theft against multiple parties that then used uh, disruptive malware or destructive malware so that you actually changed information and key points in the business process of a critical financial function, that you actually manipulated data, um, and then actually used disinformation outside of even inside of that entity, but actually through various parts of social media and other types of really important data platforms that financial institutions use, you can really cause some significant damage. I think when we look at those big hypotheticals, it's more likely to happen within the next three to five years. Um, but like I said, all of these individually are already happening. Um, there were a fair number of us who uh, assumed that at some point there would be attacks against wholesale payments and uh, somehow using the wholesale payment systems um, and the supporting infrastructure that that would happen. And we were starting to talk about that, you know, back in the you know mid 2000s, you know, 2006, 2007. That didn't manifest, however, until 2013 and beyond. Um, and so it took some time, and I think we're we're starting to see that the that uh, things that we maybe thought were ten years out suddenly are more like three to five years out. What do we do to mitigate the risk here? Yeah, I think that's a really important part of what we need to talk about because you know none of us in security want to just spend our lives talking about all the bad things that could potentially be happening. What we really want to do is get to what do we need to do about it. Um, and when you look at some of our recommendations, it really is about going beyond the basics. Um, I've, I've been an avid listener of your podcast and I've heard some folks talk about the importance of patching and, and the importance of doing secure coding and all of that is absolutely correct. But in order for us to really think about the future evolution of multi-stage, multi-party attacks, we're gonna to have to come together as an ecosystem in a much more comprehensive way. And so while doing the basics is really important and having good hygiene is really important, what the net knew here is thinking that if you just take care of yourself, you'll be good enough, that's just not gonna cut it anymore. And so the ability to actually go beyond, you know, um, what I would call limited, limited tactical information sharing and get to, real-time platform sharing beyond just the threats, but actually deployment of automated risk management capabilities in a moment's notice. That will be the way ahead. There'll be a lot more automation to all of this. We'll have to protect that automation. There'll be a lot more of um, thinking about your ecosystem beyond just yourself. And that includes not only your direct third parties, 
But when we say ecosystem, it's your fourth parties, and it's also entities you may not have a contract with, but actually depend on greatly. Right. So there are a lot of firms who maybe didn't have a direct contract with Equifax, for example, but they certainly can feel the pain when a large-scale breach happens. And um, we really need to come together to figure out uh, where the biggest weaknesses are. In financial services, we have a long history of doing that. Um, I just want to add more fuel to that fire. I commend the institutions who are working really hard collaboratively. I think what we need to do is broaden our focus beyond just FS and include some really critical partners to uh, the critical functions of financial services and make sure our ecosystem is, is addressing the full stop. Well, Valerie, thanks ever so much for, for your time today. That was Valerie Arbund, who is the Manager Director of Accenture Security. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.